Freestyle Friday in the building, and we are locked and loaded and ready to go as we prep you with all the best bets going into the weekend. Week 9 is here, and Jersey Drake is in the building to help me go over that. I have a good feeling that there are going to be some spooky surprises, but you just never know. I want to get Drake's thoughts. It's going to be a doozy. ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us. Drizzy Drake is in the building. This episode of Locked On ACC is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an official, unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's. As always, they make sure that we're loving it. Drizzy Drake, how's it going? Happy Friday, friend. I cannot hear you. <laughs> That's because I left my dumbass on mute. My bad. But listen, there we I'm go. happy. It's Friday. The weekend is finally here. I'm ready to talk some football and also Halloween. One of my personal favorite holidays on Sunday. And you know, really? it's about, oh, it's, it's my favorite holiday. My hands. I love costumes, man, and everything else. I got a few for the weekend coming up. We're going some bar hopping. A few. Okay. Oh, okay. I, Trust me, I got some for my fraternity days. I got some, you know, I got one coming in the mail. Woo! Your boy is about to be stunned out here in the streets. Is it a secret or can you tell the people what you're going to be? So one of them, I'm going to be Ric Flair, uh, the former wrestler, you know, Nature <laughs> Boy. I'm going to be wooing up, woo, you know, Ric Flair drip, woo on a bit real quick. You know what it sure. is. And then I got Anakin Skywalker for handing out for trick-or-treaters. And another one, I'm going to keep a little bit of a secret. You'll see on my Instagram page if you want to follow me there. Get my follow Are you going to be Drake? Are you going to be a certified no, man? No, that's the one thing I have a problem with. It's everyone's like, oh, so you're Drake as so-and-so. You're Drake dressing up like this. Like, no, man. Like, I can separate from my character at least for, like, a, a night. I can do that sometimes, guys. You should definitely be wheelchair Jimmy. I'm not sure why. You're, that was It was right there. Wheelchair uh, Jimmy. Degra- if you, did you watch Degrassi? I did watch Degrassi. I actually was a huge fan of Degrassi, actually. Okay. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, want to make sure. Yeah, Jimmy Brooks. Yeah, I know. I got you. I would have had to cut off the mic, had you not, because that's like a team staple, you know. So anyway, that is all good. I appreciate I also have a costume. I'm going to be a Girl Scout for Halloween, so I'm excited about that. I have a little party going on. Go, Everything goes down, but I'm troop tasty. Yeah. Oh, do you have like Thin Mints on deck, Samoas, Tagalongs? Do you have any of those? Uh, I don't even know. I have candy. I'm troop tasty. So I don't even, I've never been a Girl Scout in real life. So I'm okay. like still trying to figure it out, but I have the beret. I have the sash. What is it called? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Girl. I know. I, girl, I was a boy scout. I don't know what that thing is. I think the sash <laughs> is the right thing. I think it's the right thing to do. So <laughs> I got you. Perfect. And I got my skirt. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do, be decked out. And speaking of being ready to go, we have some games we have to go over here. We have a lot of betting action and just Drizzy Drake always provides with us some opinions, who to pick, who to make sure we put our money on and all of that good stuff. Sometimes he's right. Sometimes a little off, but it's all good. We keep it That's light here on this show. Let's start with the team that is the hottest in the ACC, 7-0 currently. Wake Forest, Demon Deacons, they are set to face the Duke Blue Devils. It could be a trap game. We know things could get scary in Halloween. You just never know what's going to happen on Halloween. I've always I always had confidence in teams finding ways to win on evenings or weekends that can be a little bit scary. What are your thoughts on the Demon Deacons and the Blue Devils game? 
I'm glad you picked that one first because you're right about me, you know, having some hits and having some misses. I took the under in that game and I had a friend of mine text me when I was like, I was out of town for the weekend and I get like, oh, it is 70 to 46 here right now. Wake Forest versus Army actually Max sent me a, a uh, meme where it said that we spent $800 billion on the, um, the, for the Department of Defense and we can't even get stop 70 points from Wake Forest. But yeah, no, that game is going to be that game is going to have some lingering effects. Like when people when teams play triple option teams, they're typically exhausted for the following game. And also Wake's defense, like I've been trying to say their defense is decent. No, nah, y'all are just just mediocre as hell now at this point because Ooh. you let you let Army Army doesn't throw the ball. They threw three separate touchdown passes. I don't think I've seen an Army quarterback <laughs> throw more than one pass in an entire year, and they threw I think seven or eight times and with success against Wake Forest. So this game to me, they have a lot of people out on defense. They're going to be exhausted playing against that, and also Duke. Duke's got nothing to lose at all, period. And we said that last week's going to be a trap game. I think I'm right there with you that Duke sneakily might keep this game a lot more close for people thinking because, like, it's about that time where Wake kind of slips up on themselves. It absolutely can slip up. Duke has been in games. They almost beat Georgia Tech. They certainly did not do anything against that Virginia game, but I feel like they have been playing with the chip. It's kind of like Syracuse, right, where they lose by three every single time. You finally figure out how to pick up a win. Sooner or later, things are going to work out for you. Same way with Miami. Sooner or later, something's going to come together, and why not be the team that takes down the mighty Demon Deacons and will be in the conversation to say, there's still anybody's game to win the conference because it absolutely will be that if Wake Forest gets taken down by the Blue Devils. So Holmberg's going to have to have him a game. Mateo Durant, who clearly knows how to run through a defense. Hey, I'm just saying, Coach Cut might want to feed that guy. Period. All right. <laughs> you want to say anything else? <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, that's basically yeah. it. Like, Coach Cut, like, like, this is a game where you can definitely just steal one. I mean, you guys yeah. have, you said, as you kept them close, Mateo Durant is still the stud that we know. Because Gunnar Holmberg, this is, a, this is a mediocre defense. Just don't try to do too much or try to play too hard. Just stick to the game plan. Be a game manager. Use Jake Bobo. Use Mateo Durant. You can win this game. And I've been saying Wake Forest was the best team in the ACC, I think, for the past few weeks until somehow Kenny Pickett just became Superman. But So, yeah, Coach Cut, this you can win this game, and I'll show you my yeah. pick later. And I also think that this is going to be a good memory game. Like, this is one where you take down the undefeated Duke. Because I think the undefeated Wake Forest, excuse me, the writing is sort of on the wall to me for Coach Cut and Duke football. So I don't think this is like a save my job game, same way people are trying to say it might have saved Mandy. I'm like, no, I think the writing is there. But it's a great to just have that good feeling of I knew I can still pull one out if I wanted to. So those are my thoughts. All right, North Carolina playing Notre Dame. They play at 7.30 on NBC. Carolina is traveling to South Bend. And I think that for Carolina, this is definitely a big pride game. We all know they haven't had the season that they've wanted, but this is a different Notre Dame team than they faced last year. And so for me, I'm interested to see, can Carolina step up in the big moments and win on a Saturday night at 7.30? That seems to be their biggest pitfall when it comes to just being moving the needle on who they are as a program. The thing is, though, when you guys like slip on your face, it's always because you're picked to win the game. You guys are okay. always favored. You guys are always seen as like the better team. This time you're not. You're actually projected to lose this game by maybe a full score because that Notre Dame defense is pretty decent. And Jack Cohn is still is doing what we just said that Gunnar Holmberg needs to do and be a better game manager. The thing <laughs> is with this Notre Dame team, it's really funny that these both these teams to me are probably the most overrated teams in the country right now. And mm. Max... I mean, I was big on the UNC train, but heading into the year, you kind of like try to like you know warn me about everything. 
Max, our, my coach, actually was like, nah, like this team, they lost way too much. Like kudos to my to my boy real quick. Like, you know, he was the first one on that. And with this UNC team, they actually can make a statement at night because they, no one's giving them any credit to win the game at all. Period. It's, it's also projected to be a lower scoring affair too. So this might be a game where you kind of buck the trend because not much is expected of you. And maybe you just make a statement saying, hey, Notre Dame, remember last year? Well, we're here you know, to actually win the game this time. And you definitely can do that this weekend. Listen, this is like the time where you say, this is the reason I came to Carolina. It's these big moments. It's showing people the, why the conference still has some solid guys in it. Kyle Hamilton being out for Notre Dame definitely gives Carolina a slight advantage mm-hmm. with Sam Howell and company. But can Josh Downs, if you get rid of him, who else do you have? Their playmakers are going to have to figure it out. Emory Simmons is going to have to have a really big game there. Ty Chandler is going to have to do something. Give me something, right? You don't have to give me a lot, but you're going to have to give me something and that offensive line is gonna have to step up in a big way but like I said yesterday the rotating cast of quarterbacks for Notre Dame certainly will play into Carolina's favor but can defensively they be they remember their assignment I don't know if they're gonna understand the assignment but I'm hoping and praying (laughs) they figure it out last team to talk about here Virginia and BYU Virginia facing a top 25 team on a trip to facing more top 25 teams throughout the rest of the season. They've got Notre Dame, Pittsburgh left, and I just three in a row. It's going to be tough for Virginia, a team that defensively is trying to find an identity, but can Brennan Armstrong carry them through to beat this BYU team? I I mean, I definitely think they can. I think Virginia is the better team, just even on paper, record-wise, who they play to. BYU, I think, people forget, like they have a good head coach over there with Kalani Sataki, but people forget that they're competitive, but they're nowhere near the same team that we saw last year with quarterback Zach Wilson, who's with the Jets now. And also, there's another wrinkle to this where Bronco Mendenhall was the coach there for over 11 years. Mm-hmm. And this is, I mean, this is effectively called the Bronco Bowl. And we see now why, I think this year specifically, why he was such an attractive person to get hired at Virginia with his offense, just being super dynamic and low-key really fun to watch. And if you watch tape breakdowns of his team on offense, it's really nice to see. And then BYU, their defense is, it's okay, but... So Virginia's defense is also mediocre. So this is going to be more of a high-scoring affair, but I think it's just more who is able to score on consecutive drives first. And that, yeah. to me, if you see that early, if it's like a 14-7 to or, you know, a 21-10 to kind of game, that team is out in front is going to win the game just by a shootout. Absolutely agree with you. And I think that, you know, ultimately it's going to come down to how bad does Virginia still want to be in the conversation when it comes to the Coastal? Because I still think it's anybody's game. All right, fans, this episode, as I mentioned, is brought to you by McDonald's. They are proudly serving community since 1965 win or lose this season if you want to bring the family in whether it's your family your teammates competitors the home team or the away team you can get yourself the opportunity to recharge because it's the place you always look forward to stopping on a long road trip or even after a big win to rest your legs and refuel i personally am a big mcdonald's breakfast person love me some mcgriddles oftentimes i get the hot cakes and sometimes every now and then give me a steak egg and cheese bagel telling you chefs kiss so if you are if you are trying to be in on the action i strongly encourage you to just relax and refuel and recharge with mcdonald's head to your local one to reconnect with someone you love whether you just have a moment to sit down for a quick bite it's always an enjoyable experience did somebody say locked on acc championship football watch party may be so well i hope you guys can enjoy that joy mcdonald's and just remember that i'm loving it 
Drizzy Drake in the building, Locked On ACC podcast. He covers Locked On Seminoles, Florida State. And I always forget to mention that at the beginning, but he does a great job with his hosts. It's always fun for them. <laughs> I know. Thank you for that. Thank got, you so sweet. Yeah, of course. Some great um, content over there on that side. They do really well. Started out with the Knowles Anonymous, and they just hold it down for sure for those, for that whole tribe, you can say. All right, so we've got some games that we want to talk about. Okay, betting action. I would love to get Jersey Drake's thoughts. We're going to start with some Atlantic Division teams. I want to go with NC State, one that is trying to get a bounce back. They will be facing Louisville. It's a homecoming game. What is the current – what are we looking at currently with the lines, and what do you think is going to go down this weekend? So when I wrote this down, well, I think – well, before I get into that, like, and this weekend's going to be very difficult, folks, with the betting lines. Typically, when I go on betterline.ag, I go on around four o'clock in the in the afternoon on Sunday morning, on Sunday afternoon, because it's the best line. Because now the lines are getting a little tighter, it's a lot harder to get in there. So, folks, if you guys want to get your picks earlier, I recommend doing that. That's what I did with the NC State game. To me, they lost. They just lost to Miami. They were the better football team for the majority of the game. I think Ken discussed it on Monday. Like I felt almost like, damn, like I do not want to be playing for him ever because that man might be looking terrifying when it comes to gripping on you i ain't gonna i ain't gonna lie to you and with nc state though i i've i've said nice things about scott Saffield, said nice things about you know Millie cunningham i think Millie cunningham has definitely blossomed to a top five qb sure. but i think nc state needs to have a statement win this weekend i think they're going to drill the home and practice this week i think devin Leary will show up a mecca mess there thomas zonovan knight they need to you know, bringing out not just don't have any and that many drops, and then Corey Durden, like I spoke highly of you, but my guy, you can't have a offside, you can't have roughing the passer. That's the thing that ran you out, to, out of town in Tallahassee. But give me NC State minus six and a half because I think that's definitely where we're going to be seeing this game going. Ooh, Devin Carter, if you're listening, all I need you to do, big dog, is catch the major third and long passes that are going to extend the drive. That's all I want you to do. All right, Miami and Pittsburgh, what we got going on in that regard? Not an Atlantic team, but still, here we go. Coastal side. First off, TVD Canes. You know, I said that stuff about Tyler Van Dyke last week. Listen, it was warranted. <laughs> the kid is the kid got bailed out a lot this past week with Jalen Knight and Charleston Rambo, but he stood in there. He backed up his talk. But I need you to see. I need him to do it again. If we're being let's completely go. Honest here. I love that we have like legit people who love our show to the point where they rag on us on social. Like, you know, that that means we're building a tribe here, right? Like, you know, we're building some sort of base. And I, I love that it's Miami fans because that's never who I thought it would come from. But hey, here we are. Here we are. We're getting the love. No, exactly. And listen, if I'm wrong, I don't mind being up here saying, you know, I'm dead ass wrong. I have been wrong about <laughs> a lot of things in my damn life. Trust and believe that. But I stick with my guns, stick with my gut. I need to see more from Tyler Van Dyke because I don't crown a QB after one week. That's a Miami fan kind of thing. Heck to do. no. Ooh, there it is. Mic yeah. drop. Okay, so for yeah. this game, I think this is one where Pitt's going to get by them. But who knows, right? They could be feeling the energy, could be feeling like it's time to keep rolling. What are your thoughts here, Drizzy? Yeah, I think Miami covers this game. I think mm. this game's going to be a little closer. I think the Halloween spooky factor is in full effect, if we're being completely honest with you. And, like, they did win a, a big game against NC State at home. I know it's a way, but I think Miami will cover the plus nine. And I also have the total here. I have the total actually at under 61. I took it at under 63. I kind of have a feeling Ken Pickett might have every single year the Heisman has one bad game. This might be mm. the first game he actually doesn't have the sort of elite, like five touchdown, four touchdown pass game. So give me Miami plus nine and give me the under at 61. You didn't think that was the last game when they only put up 28 versus Clemson? Yeah, but Clemson's defense is like a very top tier defense. Okay. Like, 
that to me is a little bit that to me is just is a very very good defense this means just more a little because kenny Pickett didn't play poorly he yeah. just it was just a bad it was just a rough rough game for all three all facets of the ball no doubt all right your favorite team the virginia tech Hokies, taking on georgia <laughs> tech <laughs> jeff sims being your guy maybe he'll find some accuracy maybe the stars will align in this holla halloween season and he will figure out how to nail every single throw but Hokies versus yellow jack is what we got Every time I pick Virginia Tech to cover, they've always lost. And you know my friends are Justin Fuente. So give me Virginia Tech plus four primarily because I think they'll keep it close. I don't think they're going to win the game. I mm. do think Jeff Sims, I think, is starting to take a little bit of a step forward. But I'm just not confident enough to ride the minus four with them. I don't think they should be favored by more than a field goal with any team at all in the conference whatsoever. So give me the plus four and give me the under for six and a half. Okay, listen, I'm I'm with that. I think that the Yellow Jackets definitely are the better team. It's just who is going to show up on Saturday. That's the biggest exactly. question. The team that says close with Duke or the team that dominates the Carolina. We just don't know what we're going to get. All right, we've got two more left that I want to go over, but I want to make sure that all of our fans know that if you're going to bet like Jersey Drake, you've got to start early, as he mentioned, and you get that from Bet Online. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports is simply is where the game starts. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all football action but they also are gearing up for basketball as we know ACC hoops is one of the staples there in college basketball we want to make sure that you are set and covered because bet online has got more props odds and lines than ever before head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive Receive your fifty on your first deposit. Simply use your promo code locked on to receive your bonus. Again, football, basketball, even games, you have to take advantage of all the amazing offers available to you. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Most protein bars are chalky or waxy or just plain hard to swallow, but Built Bar is soft and 100% covered in real chocolate. And when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's more of an experience, one that you'll simply enjoy. In fact, you swear you're eating a candy bar. We all know Halloween is right around the corner. We want to make sure that you have a delicious treat. If you're passing out candy, you know you want to make sure you share the good news about that built bar, telling folks that this low carb, low calorie, and low sugar dessert is so healthy and has it's full of ben- benefits on top of just being purely delicious. So many flavors. Anything about built bar, you can get one of these nine delicious flavors. This month, Built is coming out with new limited time additions to their delicious list every three to four days. So check their website often. You don't want to miss out. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com. So we're wrapping up today's show here. We are all in on some betting action. We're going to keep things rolling with Drizzy Drake from Locked on Seminoles. FSU and Clemson, your favorite. There it is. I just know you are super hyped about this game, and I know that you're feeling the energy. Mark Norvell is starting to feel himself. The squad's starting to put things together. Jermaine Johnson doing this thing. Jordan Travis thinks he want to be a Heisman winner, okay? Let's just figure out, can they get past this very beaten up Clemson Tiger squad. Yeah, so I looked up the actual like injury reporter, like of people not just out, but like that been in and out of the line this year. For Clemson, it's about like 16 or 17 kids. Mm-hmm. Along the offensive line, it's about six. 
The defensive line, I think they just got back Tyler Davis, but he's still hampered. Brian Brzee, the number one pick probably in next year's draft, he's out. Clemson, this is the most vulnerable Clemson team I think I've seen since maybe 2010 or 2011 when I first started there. Mm -hmm. And it's also like the defense has been very good, even despite all that, which is a testament to what you were saying where Brent Venables, like he just might have had a bad year last year and just Mm -hmm. made Brent Venables, he, that man is amazing at scheming. That's not the problem with this team though. It's the offense. The offensive line, I was watching the Syracuse game because I I think we're going to be going with that game plan where DJ had little to no time at all to throw the ball. When mm-hmm. he threw the ball, it was high up into the rafters. It was way outside or it was into another, you know, defensive back's hands. And who his weapons just, you know, I think Joseph Angada might be back, but he's not the same. Uh, Justin Ross, he is at the neck and spine issues. And then Will Shipley, the running backs, they... They're going to rely on a lot of more trickeration and you know screen passes because that uh, that offensive play calling has been very, I think stale is the best way to put it. So this team is just they're just so beatable and Pitt's shown to do it. NC State has. So quite honestly, I fully expect to go into this game where it's not going to be a blowout or to be a closer game, but it's going to be low scoring. And I fully expect FSU to dominate with a running game with Jordan Travis, a Jay Sean Corbin, Gray Sean Ward, a little DJ Williams. But I expect honestly to cover and win this game outright oh damn all tricks and no treats though does this win erase a jacksonville state loss just never again think about it hmm. for me for the probably for recruiting and for the fan base yes for okay. myself no <laughs> for me personally that jacksonville state thing is just going to be a stain on mike norvell's career for the rest of time primarily because if you saw i don't blame the players for losing that game there were mm. some drops and everything the coaching decisions were so, like, I don't know why we treated it as, like, a glorified flag football game. Mm-hmm. However, if you beat Clemson and then you beat Miami and Florida, I'll probably be a little more forgiving of that Jacksonville State game. But just if just beating Clemson, because I know they they have missed the CFP only once, and it will be right. huge for our program. It will be a huge turnaround. But to me, I, I'm speaking just only for myself here, that it would not erase that because that game, I had to do the instant reaction for that at, like, 1130 at night. I'm sitting there and was like, did that really just happen? So Where, where's my beep machine? Where's my beep machine? Oh no, I, I, I was in the mail. I think I bought that extreme rap because I was just. Ooh, I had like four or five takes. I'm like, I can't be swearing on this all the time. Please <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> no doubt. All right, cool. Just wanted to know. Final game. We want to talk about Boston College and Syracuse. Syracuse with that big win against Virginia Tech. Like some might not think it's big, but hell, after the way they've been losing, we'll take a W anywhere we can get it. Four game win they've had this season. Four games they've won this season. They're looking to beat a very confusing Boston College team that is not quite on paper what we thought they would be for many, many reasons. But would you say this is Syracuse's to take handedly, or can Boston College still get in there? No, nah, this is Syracuse's game to win outright. Exactly. I, I'm in the opinion that Dennis Grossell is finally showing out why he was a preferred walk-on in a Power 5 school. Unfortunately mm. for BC and AJ Black, who we know we love on here, that guy's like family to us now, and like even though he does do a little disrespectful in the power rankings, but you know we let it slide now because of what he's going through with the BC football program. But Sure. But the defense like has gotten better, but the offense has just been so anemic and so stale. And then with Syracuse, where they answered big last week by beating Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. I mean, Virginia Tech's not a great football team, but that still takes a lot after the heartbreaker they had against Clemson, where they should have won that game. Okay. Like Clemson should be on a three-game losing streak right now. If we're being Absolutely. A, if we're keeping it transparent here. Absolutely. So I expect Dino Babers to continue riding, you know, with Sean Tucker, you know, as a focal point of his offense. Garrett Schrader, maybe, you know, going 
back and forth a little bit. And then BC, where it's unfortunate because Phil Dracovic would, would have made this team a 10-win team, which is really sad. But Dan Scorsell, I think, just hampers them that much that I can see Syracuse win this game by 10 points. So give them, give them the meat to cover and give them the under as well. No doubt. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Make sure you guys go to betonline.ag to get all of your bets in. We want to be sure we get back with Jersey Drake. You can at him at tally underscore underscore Drake. If you feel away, make sure you don't at me. Don't get mad at me. Don't don't make me. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. I'm the hater here. I'm consistent. I grew up in South Florida. I grew up around Miami fans, Florida fans. There are not that many fans down here. When I went out, I was seen like a traitor of sorts. Come at me. Come at Listen, me instead, be okay? clear. This is the person you go after. But is there a game of the weekend that you're excited about or you feel good like it's going to be one where we have to tune in? I would say Clemson FSU, but that's me being a little biased with that because that's just something sure. that I haven't been this excited for an FSU Clemson game since I actually went up there in 2013, the year we won it all. But okay. I'm going to go actually go to Notre Dame and UNC. Yeah, Tyler Aki said the same thing. <laughs> it's primarily because I want I want to see Sam Howell actually, you know, have a full complete game with his entire offense and be able to finally, finally carry the team to a win. And also, it's like I said earlier, it's two overrated teams, but I think Notre Dame is probably one of the worst top 15 teams in the country. I mm. don't know why they're high. That Jack Cohn's not a good quarterback. He's Alex Horner broke his shorter. And they have Tyler, I think, Buner, and then some other kid in there, um, yeah. Zach Pine. The quarterback play you're saying earlier is not that great. And Kyron Williams and Chris Tyree have nowhere been near advertising. Like I had Kyron Williams as a potential Heisman dark horse. Mm-hmm. So this that, that's going to be a very interesting game. It's under the lights. It's at night. It's in South Bend. And oh, at the end of October, Halloween's the next day. Ooh, they I mean Please. just the narrative. The narrative is just there. Please, God. Like, I'm just asking you. I don't ask you for much. I do, but still. I just want <laughs> one good staple win for Carolina during Sam Howell's tenure. Like, yes, he's had some really big games, but this to me would be one where, okay, I, I respect it, right? I have a belief that things are turning around for this Carolina program because they want to be at the top the way everyone predicted them to be. They're the team we thought they were with this win. Let's hope they figure it out. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, it's going to be a great game to watch after I watch the Bears of Dabo Sweeney's dynasty at Clemson because they're never coming back to what they were the past few years after after the Saturday. I'm just Ooh, there we go. Let's end it with the ultimate hot take. Okay, I like that. I like that. Well, Juicy Drake, it's always a pleasure to have you in the building. Please remind folks of where they can find you, follow your work. All right, folks, you can follow me at tally underscore underscore Drake. You can follow the podcast at LO underscore Seminoles. You can follow my co-host Max Moody at MaxMoody17. We also were on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, we're also now on YouTube. We have taped two days with Max. We have, you know, our full episode on there as well at Locked On Seminoles. Hit the subscribe, little bell to notify when we ever get on. And also we have a Discord where we engage with our fans. And as always, we're fans first, people second, podcast third. Good luck with your betting, everyone. Don't don't forget also to not hope and throw with your picks, but aim and be precise and fire. There we go. Make sure you guys have a great and safe weekend. Please stay smart and safe out there. It is Halloween. Don't be too crazy. Okay, come back on Monday as Kitten Gibbs and I from Lockdown Wolfpack recap all of the big wins and losses around the conference. Thank you again for making us your first listen. Follow us on Twitter at LockedOnACC or wherever you get podcasts, you can listen to us. Until next time, for Candace Cooper and Jersey Drake.